yeah so like i was saying before the thing i'm trying to do is gather um gather information about like anecdotal experiences Mm -hmm. right like and with enough anecdotal experiences you can kind of that's how people do research as you kind of gain the understanding of what's going on right and so um we're gonna get at that If my mind was a chain, it'd be shining. If I had my gifts on my wrist, they'd be diamonds. If I had my soul on my feet, it'd be retro. Every time I hop on a beat, they'd let us go low. If my mind was a chain, it'd be shining. If I had my gifts on my wrist, they'd be diamonds. If I had my soul on my feet, it'd be retro. Every time I hop on a beat, they'd let us go local. Hey, welcome to Choices, Hello. where we talk about the choices people make and why they make them. Wait, you're already recording. Yeah, I'm already Dang, I was training yeah. a dog live already. Huh? Yeah, no, I mean I'm gonna cut it up and oh, stuff okay, like okay, that. Okay. Like, but I, I like the conversation to just start, right? Okay, um, yeah, what's up? Yeah, welcome to Choices, where we talk about the choices people make and why they make them. Mm-hmm. Today, I have with me my friend Ike. Yo, not we're not gonna say his full name because you don't need all that, right? <laughs> um, but if you're looking for me, yeah, yeah if I you're looking for him, what's your IG? Uh, the Internet Avatar. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. The Internet Avatar. Mm-hmm. You can find him on IG. Um, with a U, not an E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with a U, not an E on the internet part. Yeah, on the turn part. Right, the yeah. turn. The yeah. internet part, it has a U instead of an E. Yeah. Right? Um, I got him to come in today, and we're going to have a conversation about... We're always talking about the choices people make, right, on choices. But we're going to have a focus on the Nigerian experience in America. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about whether that is a, a a black experience in strict terms. And then we're going to loosen up the terms to try to figure out what that really means. What that really means. Like, yeah. what is the black experience? And so um, the first question I think I have for you, Ike, is uh, do you do you consider yourself black? And if so, when did you start to? Um. Do I consider myself black? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would say culturally, yes. Okay. When did I start? Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess because like, you didn't think you were black when you were born, right? Well, I didn't think I was anything when I was born. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You I thought you were your father's son. No, nah, I didn't even know if I was Ike or not. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Um, uh, I guess like I I don't even know. Remember when I recognized being black? Hmm. Probably like. In elementary school, when they started talking about like Martin Luther King and all that stuff, like okay. Black History Month, it's Black History Month right now. Yeah, that's why we're having this kind yeah, of conversation. Or Black Future Month, as Ye would say. <laughs> as Ye would say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're gonna get at Ye too. Okay, but yeah, wait, for wait, sure, wait. for sure, because I um, want to know your mind on that. Okay, um, what you've been thinking of lately? The things that have been going on. No, yeah, it, it, like... it, I think the last conversation we had about it, a lot of stuff happened after that. I yeah, think, yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff yeah. has progressed from there and I I want to see where you're sitting at now. Okay, okay. In relation okay. to Kanye, but let's get back to yes. uh, what you were saying earlier. You said you started figuring you uh, like were, once I fi- you I were started black. Yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting. Mm, no, no, no. I started realizing probably my like that I was black when they started like telling me in school. Hmm. More so like whenever they would talk about Black History Month or stuff like that was kind of like my first instance of like oh uh, my, the color of my skin actually means something. Yeah. In the context of like interacting with other people, because when you're at home, as a kid, your parents aren't like, "Oh, you're black." They're like, yeah, they like, don't. They don't tell you that at home. Yeah. And, yeah. See, but 
That's see, that's what we're that's what we're getting at, actually, because you just said when you're at home, your parents don't tell you that. I don't think and I want to see what you think. I don't think that's part of the black experience. I think the a part of the black experience is that when you're home, your parents tell you that. You think that's you, part of the black experience? I think it is. Like that you mm. you've heard it before where they have that conversation with you about how you should talk to the police yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, so you, I, you get what I'm saying, right? Yes. Your experience. True, but I feel like I started having those conversations with my parents hmm. as I got older. That's interesting yeah. because I don't think I ever really had that conversation. Yeah, like like the whole like oh you're a black man in America. you're a black man in America yeah. conversation right uh, I feel like how do you how did you sorry for cutting you off no, but how 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 did that conversation come up with your with your African parents I think it started um honestly the first memory I have is one time I had a friend that signed like a piece of paper like my sketchbook it was like an element middle school or something uh-huh. and then she was like you're my one black friend. Who? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And my dad saw it. Like, he was just looking at my stuff and he saw it. <laughs> and he was like, who wrote this? Like, why did they write that you're your, like, that you're mm. their black friend? And then I was like, I don't know. But I, like me, as like a middle schooler, I didn't really yeah, yeah. think much about it or care about that. Cause my one black friend. That's, yeah. that's, that's. Or it's like, I don't even know. Was if she it was white? One. No, it was actually Hispanic. She was actually Hispanic. Yeah. Can Hispanic people be white? Oh well, yeah, technically, technically yeah, they technically, can, yes. you know. But this is, to a certain degree, I guess I break down race kind of differently. Okay, like I just look at it more as like cultural experience. You huh. like, so someone with white skin can be black based on cultural experience. Culturally black. Culturally, okay, culturally man, black. we we're gonna um, we we got a lot to. Unpack. I know. Look, we got to. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of the wild to, conversation. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot to unpack, but I'm trying to move us like uh, like yeah, steadily, a, right? Yeah, so yeah, you I'm said. Sorry. So, no, 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 you're good. Yeah. You, you said uh, fifth grade, right? Or yeah. like elementary, like elementary school, school, fifth grade, right. talking about Martin Luther King. But then I don't know if you see it because I see the difference in the black experience from the African experience. Mm-hmm. Do you think your father was more so? Because I can see a black father saying, why did they put my one black friend on there? But yeah. do you think your father was more so like, why did they call you black or why did they single you out? as their one black friend or is like because africans mm-hmm. they can be racist towards black nah, people like Loki, sometimes more than white people more yeah. like it's almost like they're like a like yeah, a yeah. white avatar or no, something. Yeah. yeah like i agree no yeah. it, trust me like when i first started wearing do-rags in Ooh, the house yeah, yeah, yeah. in the was, house yeah that was a conversation uh-huh, yeah starting to look like them yeah exactly <laughs> what are you trying to be yeah, yeah, yeah. i know but and i i could see my dad leaning towards that former hmm. definition but also um i don't know I, I just think he was just asking me a question because my dad's always like he he's always been the type of parent to be like think about stuff like he, like yeah if, yeah if you're something... not uh-huh you're yeah. not the only one here exactly right? yeah like if you're um if if something catches your attention or if something happens to you like think about why it happened to you or like what's mm. going on with that thing okay so i guess he was asking that question of just like why would you let somebody write that about you or something yeah because i mean no matter what i don't even care if you're like nigerian i feel like any black person like yeah, if they no, saw that what they, yeah, yeah that's weird yeah exactly. that's weird that's yeah, yeah. you know so i guess that was like one of the first conversations i remember where my like my parents they were talking about race with you yeah, yeah or had me thinking about about it in kind of like a serious context hmm. mm-hmm. see so so your your experience would you say your experience with your parents concerning your race 
affirmed your blackhood. Because, and I don't know if that's a confusing statement. No. My my experience didn't do that necessarily. Like I always felt like there was an otherness. Like about, they're like you're Nigerian. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. About how I'm black and how my black friends were black, right? Yeah. I, well, know? actually, I have an interesting response to that. Yeah, I, I remember overhearing my dad talking to one of his friends, and this is when I was younger too, where he was like, "Yeah, I barely even consider my kids Nigerian." Huh. And I guess this is where my like cultural perspective on it like what your experience is yeah yeah because he's he wasn't saying like by blood i was a nigerian but he was more so saying like you weren't raised in nigeria you don't have the nigerian experience so Mm. like it's hard to consider you that when you're raised in america yeah so it's kind of like i know what you're talking about and i can just i feel like like when i went to nigeria i felt very american yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. The yeah. second I got there, I was like, yo, okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, we look alike, but we not like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, But then when you're in America, you you feel the Nigerian heritage yeah. lo- hanging over you, right? Like, it's looming, and it's 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 what you are. And, I, and I've oftentimes said, all we are is what we remember. Yes. So it's like you think that's what is would make your father say something like the children I have, even though I'm a Nigerian man, the children I have aren't necessarily Nigerian or as Nigerian as me because they don't remember or they. Yeah. 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 No, I understand what you're saying. It's hmm. like, well, yeah, like we're all, all we are, are our memories. Yeah. Like that's what informs our experience. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it's more so like he's, um, he was like, because you didn't experience these certain things, it's like, yeah, you look like it, but you don't necessarily fit into the picture, right? It's mm. like one of those pictures where you like find the thing that doesn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like looking like super hard for it. Like that's how it feels to be like a Nigerian born, I mean, no, a American Nigerian born American. Nigerian. Yeah. 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 Hmm. It, but that, it, it kind of sounds in line and it might be a reach, but it kind of sounds in line with the American experience. Well, yeah, because I feel like there has just being in America by default, there's a well, I don't know about now, but there's sort of like in a sense, a sense of assimilation that you have to go through. Yeah. And that's just historically like, you yeah, can I go mean, back. when in Rome, right? Yeah, when exactly. Yeah. Like you can go far as far back as like when they were get, trying to get Native Americans to integrate yeah. into society and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like there is a form of like you you have no choice but to deal with these American concepts. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, and what's funny is it's, we're, we're, you're speaking about it. We're speaking about it like a thing, almost like a thing that happens to you, but it's, it's American culture. Yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. that happens. Yeah. This thing that happens is American culture. And just like all cultures, it's a strange thing to say whether it's a good or bad thing. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just a it's it's a it's a beautiful culture. Even saying beautiful, I feel a bit weird because well, that has. No, I know of, what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but also I feel like you can kind of tell when, like, I feel like because we kind of live in an age where like people like to be ambiguous about stuff a little bit. Yeah. But I think that at a certain point, American culture got like kind of pathological. Like we kind of forgot why we believe in American culture mm. to a certain degree. Isn't that? I mean, that's. That tends to be what culture ends up being is we don't know why we do the things we do. Exactly. We, this is what we do, though. You know, yeah, like this yeah. is just how we are. Right. It's yeah. kind of like um, how how 
like we we don't know the roots of why people in New York have the attitudes they do, exactly. right? It's just like they're, and it probably stemmed from somewhere, but it, to a certain point, it just creates this personality. Yeah, right? it's like you can only judge it based off of like the the what we got now. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and so so people and so judging the. And so judging American culture based on the American personalities that are created by it, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're, de- we're describing our experience in America and you consider yourself a black man, right? Yes, yes. With an experience that is starkly different from many black men that would consider themselves black men. Yes. Right? And, and But that in its truth is an American experience where every almost it's it's kind of what's led to our confusion as a nation yeah because everyone has this very unique experience right Mm -hmm. like you go to um you go to miami that's like a different america yeah you go to new york that's a different like that's not texas you know what i mean and texas is its own type of america yes and then when you when you when you get closer it's like when you meet an american they have their own sort of and it's not like other countries don't have this um, sort of like yeah, uniqueness, yeah, yeah. but the American experience is one that it's um, even though people relate over these these um, these umbrella terms like mm-hmm. black, the intricacies that fall under that are what make American culture sort of the thing that it is. Yeah, I yeah. actually, and this thought kind of just came to me right now. America has a very generalized culture hmm. like if you go outside of america like if you go to europe right mm-hmm. nobody identifies as black in europe you identify as nigerian or you're a british nigerian or you're a jamaican huh. nigerian or like it's more um your ethnic your ethnic background or your nationality yeah yeah whereas here it's literally if you got dark skin you're black you feel me would you say that if someone does identify as black outside of america they've been affected by american culture yes but also, I would say more so Western culture. Western culture, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, they've been affected by Western yeah, culture. Because America's kind of like, well, for now, we're like the... The arbiter. The pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, the, the arbiter pinnacle of Western, Western culture. culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then also, black culture in America is like the number one export. Yes. Yeah. No, like, black culture is American culture. Yeah. Black people hate hearing that because they got... This sort of like you know you walk into a room full of black people and you say something like we're all Americans here they will think you're a spy right? yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> like even though on yeah. paper they're all Americans exactly they're looking right? for the MAGA hat in your back pocket exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, even though what you're saying is a statement of truth right no matter mm-hmm. what you do all the culture you make is American culture like yeah, you exactly. can't escape it because you're American but even when I say that I almost feel like I like I have a whip in my hand right? yeah exactly. <laughs> well and to a certain degree it's like I wasn't given a chance to be Nigerian mm. or not saying I wasn't given a chance to be Nigerian. That's kind of like a overblown statement a little bit because my parents raised me. My parents are Nigerian. So I was raised with yeah. Nigerian values. But um, in terms of like how I interact with people around me, the majority of people I interact with is Hispanic, white, black people yeah. just from the area of town yeah. that I'm from. So it's like, Nigerian culture could only travel so far outside of your household before you have to turn into, instead of being Ikechi, you're Ike. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of being Ikechi, you're Ike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like, just like code switching, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like kind of those sort of things is like, uh, dang, I kind of lost the thought, but that's kind no, of No, no, I what get I'm what saying. you're saying. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, and a lot of people, a lot of people think the things that you're just describing, um, going from Ikechi to Ike, 
um, code switching is is fake. Yeah. But it's it's not fake, right? Mm-hmm. That's like that's like telling some it's and I have the I my favorite analogy for describing this sort of adaptive behavior mm-hmm. is a funeral. If you consider yourself a loud and talkative person, you won't be real at a funeral, quote unquote real, like yeah. your real self, right? Exactly. Like you, you will you'll change. You yeah, you'll yeah. you'll be quiet soft-spoken and if you behaved like that for the rest of your life people would consider you a quiet and soft-spoken person but you're not yeah yeah. you've adapted to the social area yeah yeah Yeah, you're wearing all black and if you were in the east you'd be wearing all white it's not you know it's not that you're being fake you're playing the game yeah or well yes it's a game it's a game it's a game and it it sounds like you're being fake when you say you're playing a game but no it's life is a game well yeah yeah or, and I feel like it's more so like, I think people, and honestly, this is kind of like a deep thought and mm. might take us off track a little bit, but I feel like we live in such a world where people think that if your environment changes who you are, you're being inauthentic. Like if you're not mm. acting purely from like how you feel or like what's coming purely out of you, yeah, you're not being authentic, you know? Yeah. Whereas like, cause a funeral, it's not being fake at a funeral, it's the the game is shaping itself into this thing and like you're basically following the path of the game yeah yeah and 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 you're you're the game is how do we bring as much honor to this dead person as possible yeah and so that you play that game well you know you dishonor them if you behaved like yourself yes or it's like this it's like everything is kind of like uh i don't even know if this is the right word but uh like has like a it's like teleology uh teleological or i don't even know the word teleological yeah something like that Mm. but like it's like how or everything is kind of like ritualized, right? Mm. Like drinking a cup, or not drinking a cup, but drinking water. Like yeah. there's a specific way to drink water. You pick up the cup, put it to your mouth. You feel me? Okay. But if I take the cup and pour it on my head and say I'm drinking water, your way. Yeah. Right. Well, no. Not, yeah. My <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. You're but, drink, you know the way that you like to yeah, do it. But I'm not drinking water if I do that, or at least not in a way that's the best way to drink water. Yeah. Right. So let, for a funeral, if I go to a funeral, but as naked. Look, you, wearing a birthday hat. You you're know? there in your way, yeah, exactly. right? You're following the way that you need to. You but know? still, people, there's a sense that people recognize that this is out of place too, mm-hmm. to a certain degree. If I'm wearing a birthday hat and I'm naked at a funeral, that's weird. Why would you be oh. like that at a it, funeral? It, it, yeah, exactly. You know, and and then, and if your response to the people at the fun- funeral looking at you like, hey, you need to fix up it. Your if your response to them is y'all are oppressing me, it's like yo. Wait. Yeah, now you're setting up two different... Yeah, yeah exactly. You're actually the terrorist, yeah. and they're trying to, like... Yeah, and, and Loki, you know what? That's crazy. Now you're bringing up an interesting thing. Like, now everything's like a competition of stories. Mm. Like, the stories that we tell ourselves, you feel me? And then there's, like, the original story, and then the story of, like, I want to come to the funeral naked, because this is how I think I should be <laughs> celebrating, you know? Huh. And uh, I think it's just a weird space. And to bring it back to the cultural thing, it's, okay. like, kind of, like... There's a black story that if you come into this country with a specific color of skin, you kind of have to participate in just by the nature of the the system is you're never going to be bigger than the system. No. No matter what. Yeah. And so the system has determined that people that look like us are black. That's the story. No matter where you come from. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of just like a weird catch 22 situation, Mm -hmm. you know, like. so what you're saying is, what you're saying is, is that the 
the and we'll we'll keep the analogy and try to continue tying it to the yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. The funeral you're attending, right? You, you have you, the, to play the game that you're black. That's the, the that's the game, yeah, right? Yeah. That's the game. But you might and you might have your you might have your own peculiarities that make you different, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not you're not black black, you know, you're you you have your you're Nigerian, right? Yeah, exactly. Now the way you bring that to the table is why every funeral is different. Right? That's true, yeah. Even though they have these same sort of boundaries, boundaries yeah. right? You can do something unique when you're giving the speech, right? Yes. When you come up to talk and you're saying your piece, that's where you show your uniqueness. You yes. don't you don't show your uniqueness by bashing the the game. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, it's um and so so in that in that way. You sort of submit to the game. You kind, yeah. In you, order to bring about the story, your own personal story, right? Yeah. So it's like can Matrix. See it. It's like Matrix in the Neo, or it's like Neo in the Matrix. It's like I Neo. Said, in, okay. Yeah. Well, in order for him to change the Matrix, he had to submit to the Matrix. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You kind of have to become a part to stand to stand to out. To stand out. Yeah. And yeah. if you try to stand out with, without becoming a part, you're you're. You're going to end up destroying yourself. Yeah, it's like you're you're um, it's like when you're playing a video game with someone and they're getting their ass beat in the game and they unplug the system. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like okay, so now we just can't play the game because you you, you want to tell a different story. Exactly. So so that issue, right? Mm-hmm. I like that we just laid out this this this. Idea. I know we just covered a lot. We right kind of laid out yeah, this yeah, idea. Yeah. Now let's 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 throw Kanye in this funeral. Okay, but. All right. Do you think he? Do you do you think he be, behaved properly in the funeral? Like, do you think he did? Do you think he started yelling at this thing? Okay. Yes. Mm. No. 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 I don't think he behaved properly. And but here's okay. the thing: the funeral has become pathological, in my opinion. All right. So now we're now what you're trying to get at is a adherence to a deeper truth yes so like so the so and 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 an example of that to explain to people an adherence to a deeper truth is like how slavery was abolished in this country mm-hmm. people were doing it and it was lawful but then a deeper truth had people yelling at the funeral kind of because yes. the rules of it's like no no like, no this isn't something we yeah, should. yeah this isn't something we should do yeah. i might need to disrupt this this game yes because this game isn't good for me. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So you and you're saying that Kanye did that? Kanye was trying to do something that in was it. in and not I'm not going to say equivalent because there's no way it's equivalent, but sort of in line with abolishing slavery like I am I'm I'm getting rid of the slavehood. Yes, I'm standing up against something that I think we don't understand like we don't understand what we're doing. And mm. I Loki, I've had this conver- Kanye conversation so many times. So it's like I love it because now you're you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I enjoy it too, but also it's like not a, I don't think a lot of people can understand it cuz of just like how far he's taking it. To yeah. a certain degree, you know. He, and that's his thing. He always makes things intense, right? Yeah, yeah. So the point he's getting across and, I, and there is a point he's getting across yeah. and I see the point but he's getting it across intensely. He's getting yes. and 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 I used that language purposefully, right? I didn't say equivocated to abolishing slavery, but it's something in line because akin a, akin to it because yeah. what he did was 
he told everyone that they were basically slaves and we choose slavery. He said that. Mm-hmm. And then he did something that he shouldn't have suffered from if he was free. What do you mean? The the stuff he said that he knew would get him in trouble, yeah, right? Yeah. He knew what he was doing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about in this recent thing or yeah. when he said slavery was a choice? No, no, no. Okay, I'm talking about that's kind of like foreshadowing. Yes, foreshadowing. This. Him saying yeah. slavery was a choice was another intense form of him yeah. foreshadowing, right? Yes. He was speaking about his experience, mm-hmm. kind of, right? And that and that's his issue as well. Like also when he he yelled, um, "My wife tried to kill our daughter," or he said something crazy like, "Oh yeah, that. when during, he was cr- um he was during crying, the camp, yeah, yeah his campaign about, thing, uh, he's almost cr- aborting his daughter." Yeah, yeah he yeah. didn't say my wife almost aborted. He said they tried to kill my daughter, right? Yeah. So he he gets his point across in this intense way that makes you like, you jump yeah. back because it's like, why'd you say that like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so but okay, hold on. Here's the thing. In a sense, there is a day, though. If we're yeah. saying that American culture is a thing, like, we can call that they, right? We mm-hmm, can say mm-hmm. that there is a culture that kind of, if you're uh, pro-life, if you're pro-life from your perspective, there's a culture that promotes the killing of children, of children, of, of tech, innocent life, of if innocent you're pro-life. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a culture of that. So, in a sense, they are trying to get you to kill your your daughter but if you don't see it like that that's when you jump back and like oh who is they yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's an intense way to put it so also am i allowed to curse i'm sorry i'm um, cursing yeah try not to i'll i'll, I'll fix for it your up. students yeah, huh? yeah just, yeah, yeah, just in case they okay, okay, okay i never know whether they'll pop in i'm but, sorry i'm sorry <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's all good um but keeping in line with uh 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 so kanye's intense mm-hmm. right and i i mentioned other times where he's said things that didn't come across correctly because of the intensity of them, yes. even though he's making a point. I have heard people speak positively about Hitler. Like, yeah. I've heard it. I, I've heard... Um, Michael I recently, Jackson has. Yeah, I recently heard um, Jordan Peterson talking about how, you know, talking about the positive... Not, and it's weird to say positive aspects, but, like, he, he was a, saying he was... Saying he's, he's a, a great speaker. speaker yeah. Saying that... A lot of people are as evil as Hitler. They just don't have the organizational skills and the willpower to, to carry out what he did. Yes. A lot of people, they would do exactly what, what he, he did. did. Yes. And he's just somebody who... And so so I've heard Jordan Peterson praising him for having yeah. that ability to do that. Right. That has happened before. Kanye does the same thing in this intense way. Mm-hmm. I and I I literally I physically cringed when I watched him say I love Hitler. Like when he <laughs> yeah, yeah. he really yeah. it was so like Yeah, but that's the beautiful part about it, right? Hmm. If if Kanye we're looking at Kanye the artist, right? Cuz yeah. to me, this is the same Kanye that says George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like yeah, that yeah. same uncomfortability he, was in that moment too. Yeah. yeah. He kind of he kind of yells at the funeral. Yes, he, but he he does that. It's like the, it's like um, when, uh, dang, I'm about to make a Jesus solution. It's kind of wild to bring, compare. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. And I'm not an expert at the Bible, but I'm just going to loosely reference like okay. um, when they went on the lake and Jesus went up into the mountain to like pray. Right? Yeah. 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 And then he comes back down and he's like, yo, y'all are asleep. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, what's uh-huh. good? Like, wake up. Like, get yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's kind of like, uh. Kanye is kind of like a microcosm of that in culture a little bit. Hmm. Yours. So what you, you what you're getting across is that he wakes us up. Yes, if you're asleep. 
if you're asleep, he wakes you up. Yeah. Right? Because to me, I'm not, like, what Kanye's saying isn't a surprise to me because I kind of, not that I would take it as far to say I love Hitler. Like, yeah. Look, I'm a black man with sense. You feel me? Like, <laughs> Hitler yeah, don't love yeah, you. Right? Yeah, and I don't, I'm not a billionaire. Look, they, they could take away his billions that he's still got 400 million. million left. Like, yeah, yeah, he has a yeah. bag. If you take a billion away from me, it's over. It's neg- yeah, I'm negative <laughs> a billion. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, no, big facts. Big yeah. facts. Yeah, I get it. So I'm not, I'm, I can't play the game in the same way in terms of that. All I can do is offer my understanding mm-hmm. and try to explain it on his behalf to a degree the best I can. But, um, Dang, I kind of lost track of what I was trying to say, but you said he wakes us up. Yes, because uh-huh. to a certain like, to a certain degree, culture in America has gotten stale in terms of how we act through social media, through so many other things. Um, exp- uh. Life isn't experienced like physically anymore. We see he it kinda, through the phone. You say he kind of woke us up, like Trump woke us up politically. Yes, a lot of people, like a yes. lot of America, got into politics yes. because he was. He was saying things that made people like, what, what? Exactly. They wanted to... Hmm. Like, how do you highlight the fact that cancel culture has gotten pathological? You have to go to the opposite yeah. extreme. You got to say... You got to do something in a sense like... And in a sense, Kanye is innocent. He doesn't really deserve... Well, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sense, he is because he... We... And to quote Jordan Peterson again, he said this one, he said, we should be able to start conversations badly. Yes. And I agree with that. Yeah. Like as in, as in, oh, I said the wrong thing. Yeah. Teach me. Exactly. Right. Like show me. Each one, teach one. Yeah. 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 yeah, Yeah. Right. But he, and I, and I, and I, and I like what you said, showing that the cancel culture is pathological. It really did. Because it's almost like he, it's almost like he performed an act for us. Yeah. It's almost like he performed and he was the canvas for which he showed us how a man can lose billions. A black man specifically. A a black man. But I mean, I don't even think it, I don't necessarily think the black man part matters because I, I don't think a white man could have said what he said and got away with it. Okay. I feel like. You know what I mean? I. Do you think? Oh, do you think Ryan Reynolds <laughs> could have said, "I'm gonna go DefCon three on on the Jews tomorrow," and not DefCon, right? DeathCon yeah, three, Death three on the Jews tomorrow, yeah. and and like just get away, like slap on the wrist. I don't know. No, but I think that oftentimes the the label of anti-Semitism, mm. right, has been used against Black people, sort of like a in a weaponized way. To a certain degree, true, true. Like we can we can take it off Kanye, go to Kyrie Irving. You feel me? Uh huh. He put up a link to a a video, a film, a film, a film. that contained some you know kind of sus stuff. A but, lot of misinformation. Yeah, was in a that lot film. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, they got on him for retweeting it. Yeah, or posting it, but they didn't get on Jeff Bezos or the people at Amazon for hosting it. For allowing it to exist in a media space. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like, so I guess that's why I'm kind of saying like... Uh, uh, there we, is that. There yeah. is that. And I'm, I'm not necessarily saying Ryan Reynolds... Because uh, Ryan Reynolds, he doesn't really have any power per se. Kanye has power. Like I would compare Kanye to a Bezos because Kanye influences culture. Yes. yes Kanye okay. is a Bezos of entertainment of culture. Influence, of influence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's an he's a Elon of culture. He would say that. He's the uh-huh. Walt Disney, all these... He, he, yeah. can, he can influence American culture for free. Like yes. It wouldn't cost him anything. Yes. Bezos could probably influence American culture with some money. I mean, like, no, but for him, well, at this point, it's free. 
Cause for, yeah, cause yeah. you know how they say once you get to a certain amount of money, money doesn't really matter. You can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Like a person making ten million and a person making a hundred million can pretty much do the same things. Yeah, like what are you gonna buy? Exactly. A, a twelve million dollar thing, like you know. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I would see Kanye. Kanye is more one of those power broker people okay. in culture. But no. So that's where I feel like Ryan Reynolds doesn't necessarily fit. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because that'd be like saying, um, can Kodak Black say he? He's going DefCon three, like I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, Dan, yeah. you just compared Ryan Reynolds to Kodak Black. I, I mean, in I terms mean, of just like influence. Well, in terms of influence, yeah, Kodak Black might. Have, oh man, that's true. He might yeah. have more. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. He might. He might. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that in terms why the reason why Black matters is because we don't have that same access to be able to influence culture. Right, uh-huh. Bezos can put up the um, what was it, from uh Hebrew from Negroes to he from Hebrew to Negroes. Yeah, Bezos could host it, but I can't put up a link to support. I can't it. retweet it. Yeah, yeah, without my character being questioned as a human being, mm. if that makes sense. So we don't have. Well, you you can't just say Bezos can host it because it's not close to him like that, right? Like he, you think it. it came to his table? No. Exactly. But it, he didn't. It didn't come to his table. He didn't retweet it. True. But hold on. Here's the thing. Oh, uh, I feel. Like I forgot. Um, I saw somewhere where they were like, "Yeah, we're not taking it down." Basically, oh. and they haven't taken it down because I remember people being like, "Why haven't y'all like if y'all get not carried? Yeah. Why haven't y'all taken it down?" Yeah. And they're like, "No, we're not. Gonna, we're gonna leave it up because we believe in freedom of speech." Yeah. That's actually crazy to think about because it's you believe in freedom of speech. It's so it's still up. Mm-hmm. Even though people have said that that's very problematic, yes. it was it was so problematic to retweet. Yeah, that to he, the point that a man lost, he lost a lot. Yeah, he couldn't play basketball, and they gave him a bunch of side missions that he had to do to appease a specific group of Europeans. I'm not, <laughs> huh? But okay, but but I and I like to think of things like from both sides of the argument. It's just mm-hmm. like how I like. To no, think. yeah, no, me too. You can you can see though. The how it being up mm-hmm. isn't saying it's right. There's no and and there's no influence, mm-hmm. right? The a retweet from Kyrie has elements of influence to it. Retwe- retweeting mm-hmm. is an agreement, and so what do you mean? Okay, what's the difference between the agreement of yes, well. Your content is good enough for us to host it and good enough for us to sell it versus me just saying, hey, y'all should look at this. Exactly. What you just, so the ulterior, the, what is the, what is the, the, the ulterior motive, quote unquote, mm-hmm. ulterior, I don't even know if ulterior is the right word, but Amazon is making money. Money answereth all things. Money's the answer to that sort of situation. That's what I'm thinking is that. Mm-hmm. They can have it up because people will watch it and they'll profit from it. They they don't care whether it's real necessarily. They mm-hmm. care about the profit. But mm-hmm. retweeting it, you don't make money. Mm-hmm. You don't make anything except kind of aligning yourself with the information that you're putting across. Okay, so as long as I'm promoting information for the sake of profit, it's okay. I'm pr- promoting dangerous information for the sake of profit, it's okay. In America? Yeah, but and that's the problem. We we <laughs> like to play. We like to play. We want to play both sides. No, I mean no, 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 no. Peep, peep. I mean, 
Because d- d- I'm it, thinking if it's I, wrong, if it's wrong to retweet it for free, it should be wrong to retweet it for money. That's that's a capitalist issue. <laughs> because no, because think about it. I mean, other things do get promoted, and they're not positive, right? But, it's, yes. But there's money involved, right? And I. It's and not I, a full net positive, like. One stat that I came across that's insane mm-hmm. is that fifty percent of murders have alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, off that alone, you can make alcohol illegal. Yeah, right. Like yeah. <laughs> off that alone, you could be like, well, I mean, I think less people will die if we. But mm-hmm. the money, exactly. Right. Now, so we sell people poison mm-hmm. because you know they won't die necessarily, mm-hmm. and we'll make money off of it. True. So. Amazon, and I, and I love. I'm I'm being I'm being an advocate for no. That yeah, side, you're right? playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Amazon is selling people poison mm-hmm. that won't necessarily kill them, mm-hmm. and they're making money. They're 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 making money off mm-hmm. of it. They aren't. I, I like I, to me. It's even worse because at least Kyrie retweeted it. He actually believes in it. You feel uh-huh, me? I can respect uh-huh. the fact that you actually believe in something that you're putting out there. Yeah. But if you don't even care. You feel me? Like, it's mm. like mumble rappers versus, like, actual rappers and people that actually care about their craft. You feel me? That'd be like penalizing them. That'd be like penalizing, like, an actual rapper. Or, like, Kendrick Lamar for him actually caring about the craft. You feel me? Versus, like, somebody that just, like, raps about bullshit all the... Sorry, I'm just I'm just very passionate. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Somebody that just raps about, like, nonsense, you know, for fun. Just for, just for the sake of profit. You feel me? Uh-huh. Like... To a certain degree, once you start elevating BS for profit, people are going to start elevating BS for free. Okay. To a certain degree. Like, if you're putting it out there, you expect other people not to pick it up. Like, that's just the nature of things. Like, the more you put out of there, the more it devalues, the more access people have to these things, and the more it proliferates. Yes. Yes. Everything you're saying is true. So why are you mad at Kyrie? I'm not. not, not no, yeah, not yeah, you. Yeah, I'm yeah. The royal you. I get, I get what yeah. you're saying. You, you, what, what's the, the 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 issue with him? You're basically saying, what's the issue with him giving his opinion about something? Why Why does he have to have the facts? Yeah. Or right. Like, why can't he just yeah retweet something that you might even think is dumb? Okay, because, no, here's the thing. The community that came after Kyrie because he did it for free, you're not mad that Bezos and his peeps are profiting off of this information that's dam- that's insulting so you're not, culture? So you're not mad that Bezos is profiting off of co- information that says the Holocaust didn't happen? Yes. I'm not and ma- he's profiting off of I'm mad that at message the, being spread. I'm mad at the two-facedness about it. You'll, mm. turn, you'll turn a blind eye when... Your bread is getting buttered, right? But when you're not profiting off of it, when someone with mass influence, that kind of, that's already been saying outlandish stuff already. That's also what you have to what you have to factor in as well. He's also been saying outlandish stuff about Jewish people already, right? Yes. So, and, and the thing is, and one thing that I don't one thing that I don't like is people getting um ir. Like they 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 get mad at Jewish people for retaliating about mm-hmm. negative stuff being said about them, 
And it's like, bro. That's natural. Put yourself, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put yourself in their shoes. Imagine if you have, you run the media mm-hmm. and someone's talking trash about you. You run, like, you know, and they're a human person. It's not like they're they're meant to be morally upright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're living You're, in. We're, we're the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, we're the same. I, what if I'm a, I'm a Nigerian American. Mm-hmm. If for some reason someone was talking trash about Nigerian Americans and I could change their life with a call. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring. Bring, bring. It's like, who do you, you know, like to a certain extent. Yeah, it's, I'm, and I'm not praising them. I'm literally just, these are human, yeah, yeah, yeah. these are human people. Yes. You're talking crazy about them, their heritage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they take offense to it and they try to affect your life. Okay. It's like, I don't think it's. I don't think it's racist. It's no, it's it's not necessarily racist or irrational, right? Okay. But here's the thing. Let me offer let me offer a counterpoint to that. Right? So these particular people, the Jews, I low-key look at me, I'm afraid to say their name. <laughs> but these these people, they let's say they run the media, quote yeah. unquote, right? They also are and black people, we are the creators of entertainment culture, right? Yes. They have a large these groups of people have a large stake in terms of owning our culture. Right, a lot of it is. I wait, wait now, wait now, wait now, because you're doing. You said the owning our culture, but we we said earlier in the conversation that mm-hmm. black culture is American culture. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Just like take out Chinese food is American culture, right? In the same way, Chinese. I would say Chinese food is American culture to the extent that well, the, a here. Chinese person will eat Chinese food from America and say. That's American Chinese food. Like y'all yes. don't have. So we have their. We've the Chinese Americans that we have mm-hmm. have brought in their Chinese culture, and yes. that's what a part. That's American. That's what a part of American culture yes. is: is taking in other cultures, right? Okay. Yes. Hold on. But th- there are specific groups that have control of their cultural narrative in America. Hmm. There are, and what I was about to get to was that. There are, and I'm not saying only Jewish people have control of of our culture per se, mm-hmm. but a large majority of record label executives, TV executives and stuff. Yeah. They own a large, large to a great extent. Yeah. To yeah. A great extent. Any black rapper that, you know, most in likely. America, a Jewish person is profiting off of them. Most likely in the music industry. And now look at the content of the music in our culture, right? Mm-hmm. It's, us talking about doing drugs, us doing talking about all. It's basically our pain. This is like, I would say rap culture is basically like our Holocaust museum, hmm. to a certain degree. Yeah, you feel a, me? A, a, yeah, a lot of stories are told within the. You're, and you're talking about hip hop and rap, kind yeah, of. Yeah, right? yeah. Like people that. are expressing their traumas. Like as much as I hate Playboy Cardi, he's rapping about him being addicted to drugs. All this—that's his trauma that he's rapping about, right? But so there's, and you're you're. And and correct me if I'm wrong. You're 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 blaming this on the executives that are helping them put their music. Yeah, out. proliferate this music, right? You so, but my but, my hang. Sorry, no, what? you're good. I only want to say that to say that they wouldn't let Kyrie or Ye own a Holocaust museum. If like if you think Ye could come out and be like, "Yo, I'm opening a Holocaust museum." For his profit, so he could profit and give the money back to black culture. You think that would happen? No, no. And that's the only thing I want to point out, right? Okay, is the unfairness in terms of like we don't even get any. We like even when we're reaching and doing all the right things to get access to power, we're never really giving the full access to power. 
Okay, so my what I'm thinking about that is is the the I the struggle I don't think the struggle for power is a good one. Because No. I agree with Yeah, that. because we as as we said before, like humans are we were talking about how the human reaction, right? Humans aren't good necessarily. Yeah. Right? So the struggle for power is one that creates um it, it inevitably creates resentment. Yeah. And right? vengeance and all that. And vengeance yeah. and all that, right? Um and and it, it creates that and, and concerning the executives putting out like specific content that sort of depicts the uh, uh, black culture in a, in a specific in a specific light, light mm-hmm. right? I don't think that's um, their fault as much as it is our fault for not understanding for buying it, right? Well, because the thing is, yes. the thing is, it's like it's not, and the thing is, I've I I know. I've heard trash music, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the 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 content, what he's talking about. This won't benefit me in the slightest, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't play it. The the artists I listen to, the things I I bring in is it's kind of it stems from the culture that I can relate to. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So so I I can't really relate to stuff that's too like too hard and too yeah, gangster, yeah, yeah. right? So the people, <laughs> what I'm saying is is that the artists that were quote unquote being exploited to depict black culture mm-hmm. were truly depicting their experience. Yes. Right? Like NWA is truly depicting their experience. Right? I, well, I would say they're more reporting on real experience. Yeah, they're, they're, I, they're Ice reporting Cube, on Yeah, mm-hmm. Ice Cube wasn't really a gangster. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no, Tupac no. wasn't really a gangster. They were rapping about what the people around them I, I would argue through. I would argue that it's it's very hard for a real poet to be a gangster. Yeah, because yeah, you're you can't if there's it. It's just like they always end up being the kid where the gangsters are like, "No, nah, you're not meant for this." You feel me? Yeah, like they, boys in the hood. Mm-hmm, like they Cuba can Gooding, sense that. Yeah, yeah. Like he when they were driving to go get vengeance on that dude, and he was like, "Stop the car." Yeah, you feel me? Because he wanted to get off the car. If if he was a real gangster, they would be like, "Man, you finna come with us, bro." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? But it's, yeah, Kendrick Lamar is not. Uh, real gangster, yeah. right? Like, and he would. I, I don't think he'd want to be, no. right? Like, he's hmm. report. He's reporting what is actually going on in our communities, right? So it okay. Mm-hmm. So keeping in line with that, if the Jewish executives mm-hmm. were putting out the music that was in, 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 in a sense, the reports of what was happening mm-hmm. in Black culture. Are they perpetuating it or are they just literally profiting off of it? What's the difference? What's the difference is that Cause to it, me, would, it, it would continue regardless. Okay, but here's the thing. I feel like that's the mindset that messes us up, right? Mm. Like it's kind of like saying like people are always going to drink, uh, drink and drive. So that means we shouldn't do anything to stop drinking and driving. No, but no, that means, I think what that means is that Someone should be able to make a song about it. Well, no, I think we should promote a sort of cultural responsibility. I think that's what it ultimately leads to, right? Because you can't, you can't remove alcohol from the world, right? Just uh-huh. to keep with the example, you can't remove alcohol from the world because it exists, mm-hmm. right? 
but you also can't let alcohol run rampant in the world. You feel me? Because we know what effects it can cause if we just let everybody become drunkards, right? Okay, yeah. So to a certain degree, there has to be internal changes that we have to start promoting and and um, acknowledging, right? If okay. we keep on being lukewarm, saying like, all right, and I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying yeah, generally, yeah. like if we kept just being saying like, black people aren't smart enough to take control of this. So why not? Let's just let them do it. Or we don't counteract the narrative, like, then where, like, what's the, how are we going to stop what's already going on, right? Huh. Like, you can't name a, a Jewish rapper signed to a black person. I think Lil Dicky is Jewish. Yes. He doesn't okay. have a, he doesn't See, have a black manager, but, black label owner, you know? But are there, so, my thing is, though, is that the... Are there good, are there good labels that are black? Yes, and I, there are good labels do, that are Jewish too. Yeah, and do they these good black labels? Do they try to get Jewish rappers? Well, I don't think that rapping is in their culture. That's not what they do. Rapping is rapping in our is American culture, black American culture. The, Eminem, he's a he's a visitor. <laughs> No, I'm not. It's not. You're, I'm not going to say it's his culture. He's, as we get deeper in this culture conversation, you're starting to to segregate black culture from American culture. Well, okay, because going back to what I said okay. originally, right? It, to me, black is a cultural experience. It's not just your skin color, right? To in certain degrees. Okay, so okay, so the the cultural experience of Eminem led to him spitting fire, well, fire that. Okay. Well, he saw. He was living the white trailer park trash. I'm sorry. This kind of sounds no, no, bad. No, yeah. Hit it he, on yeah. the nose. He, was, or, yeah, he, showed, he made a movie about it, right? Yeah. So you're not even exactly. <laughs> assuming, right? Yeah, that's yeah. his culture. But he took a, a tool created by black people to express himself, Ooh. right? Just like how white people hit, created the it's internet. It's a tool. Hold hey, on. It, all right, white sorry, people sorry. created the internet. Okay. But black people don't. We don't say the internet is ours. We got black Twitter. Internet. But it's it's not really ours, you know. We're just a visitor. We don't really have control over these systems. Hmm. See, but what if I told you that Americans invented rap? I no, I agree with that. Yeah. It was black Americans for it's, sure. But is, is it was bl- Americans that happened to be black. Yes. So so Eminem imbibing in that culture, is he visiting it or is it where he's from? Because he's from well, America, it right? Depends, okay, it depends on where you're asking that question from. I mean, right? where are black people from? Africa. When I, and I, I just remember in the beginning of this conversation, I expressed to you that when I, as an American person, mm-hmm. right, when I go to Nigeria, mm-hmm. I feel very American. And I said, all we are is what we remember. Yes. Right? And you agree with that. So if a, if a black person doesn't remember Nigeria or mm-hmm. Africa, like if they go back there it ain't working. Mm-hmm. They are as African. They're le- they're less African than I am. Yes. And you you remember your father saying my my children aren't really like Nigerians. Yes. Right. Culturally, yeah. And yeah. he says that because of what y'all remember. Yes. Right. And we're talking about a four hundred year gap of memory. Yes. Right. Almost literally like a blackout. Like they blacked out. Mm-hmm. And all they remember is America. Right. Yes. And 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 what our experience is that all we remember kind of is America, but then we have Nigerian parents 
getting us to remember Nigeria. We can't yes. forget Nigeria because they, they get us to remember They've it, been ing- right? ingrained it in us. They've right? ingrained it in us. And that's, here's who's my getting, what Who's getting black people to remember Africa? And if they do remember Africa, do they, what kind of Africa do they remember? Okay, that, that's a good question. Um, I would say that, like I said, it's a matter of where you're looking from, right? Okay. So, if you go outside of the United States, it's yes, you can say, as if I if I was British, mm-hmm. okay, Eminem is participating in something that is culturally American, right? Just yes. because rap is part of the American story, the yeah. American cultural story, right? Yes. But if you're you're too outside of the story to actually see what's going on in the story like they can look at the cover of the book but they're not actually in the book right okay so us as black americans in the book or nigerian americans in the book okay yeah it's easier for for us to make those delineations because we're right here we can see the distinction yes it's like um actually i'm about to make another bible reference right go on now when god gave moses the law yeah and then everybody he was like all right how am i going to break this down how am i going to rule over all these people right Mm. Instead of him being like, all right, I'm going to say this and all y'all listen, he said, okay, this group of people, y'all get 10 people and get them to vote on one person to be part of this overarching group, right? Yeah. So it's okay. like, it's like you, in a, to a certain degree, and this is where I kind of agree with cultural appropriation and concepts like this, is like, to a certain degree, you have to be in a culture to be able to speak on certain things or to be able to, I guess, have your own perspective or have an actual opinion on something. Right. So, and a European wouldn't be able to tell Eminem that he can't claim rap because he's not part of this. Like, this isn't his fight. It's like somebody telling like you and your brother are fighting and then somebody trying to jump into the fight. Right. Yeah. This is a family issue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying it's Americans who would have told Eminem you can't rap. No, it's not he can't rap. It's just or that... Or black Americans. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. But it's not necessarily that he can't rap, but it's... And this is going to sound bad, but it's more so know your place. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not saying this in a dis- disrespectful way, but it's like... I mean, this, he's not saying the N-word in his raps, right? No, that's true. But you're still... The art form is still ours. We yeah. created the art form for people... You can participate in it, but you just got to take off your shoes when you walk in the house, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's a... There, okay. We, yeah, like, huh. we have... There's specific ways that you have to interact with things in order for you to be respectful. If I came into your house and I just started throwing stuff everywhere, you'd be like, no, nah, we're not recording this. You need to go get yourself... Go get yourself <laughs> together before you actually yeah, work yeah. on this, right? You kind of... Okay. It's kind of like um, bringing it back to the funeral, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like Eminem knows how to play the game. Yeah, exactly. He's He knows where he got the game yeah, from. He He's submitting himself to... The game and over. I'm not saying anything bad about Eminem. Eminem has been respectful oh, yeah. to my knowledge about yeah. the culture, right? Yeah. And a lot of people in our culture have high respect for him. So yes, he's he's allowed, right? And he's given the respect he deserves because he's played the the game well as a white person participating in a black art form, right? Um, but I think that, and to bring it back to, I guess like the black experience, I don't think we're ever going to be able to like the same grace we give Eminem to participate in the, in the black narrative. Right. I don't think black culture overall gets that same grace to participate in the American narrative because the American narrative has already has a plan for us. That is an interesting take. You said black people don't have 
the power. We to, don't we don't get the same grace to the, participate. They don't have the grace to participate, participate in, in the American, American narrative. narrative. So the what, same way that other groups get the to. same. Hmm. Would you say we're still? And I say we, even though I feel the royal we. Yeah. Would you say that black people are still a sort of utility in this country? Yes. It makes me think of when Joe Biden said he was going to get a black woman on the Supreme Court justice. Yeah. You know, like... Or if you... if you, it's you're, like, you're not you black if you're not... If you didn't vote Yeah, you're not yeah. black if you didn't... It's like... He, but talking about the Supreme Court justice, it's yeah. like he... He could have just said, I'm going to hire a very competent person. And this is the Supreme Court. She's on that thing for life, yeah, right? exactly. So you want a competent person, right? Like, that's that should be the only exactly. thing that we need from you. But he 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 used her like a tool. Yes, exactly. And actually, I had to, I had this conversation with somebody because we were talking about, and the, the conversation led to who's more oppressed, black men or black women, right? Oh my gosh. Y- yes, but I guess to me more so, I, I I said that black men are more oppressed, right? And I, I guess I didn't mean it in terms of oppression Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah. But more so in a what, sense what that, that he brought up. Um, I said that white women, I'm not white women, black women get put in positions of power in the same way that companies put the LGBT flag on their, um, I was about to say, on their account, on their like banners for mm. a month. You so can, no, no meritocracy, right? Yeah, not by merit, not by merit, but as a, a piece of performance. Mm. Right. And so, but in order for that to happen, quota hires. Yes, exactly. In order for that to happen, black men have to be taken out the picture. Because in order for our, because black women are being used as a tool in America. Hmm. Black women aren't being raised up as because they're getting value from like because of the white man all of a sudden values who they really are. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like we know what they did to black women during slavery. You feel yeah, me? Like, yeah. The, and if we feel like things haven't gotten better in America, like we think that right now they're giving black women the proper respect that they deserve. It's it's so. In a, in a way, are you saying that it's a new age? What Joe Biden did was a new age form of using black women. Yes, it's it's new age slavery, so, or is slavery is like the like how Kanye said new slaves. Like yeah, the new slavery is us being a slave to uh, consumerism and corporatism, right? Hmm. It's it's kind of like that. It's like, but aren't okay? I, um, because think about it, Katanji Jackson, like how you're saying. She was put on the Supreme Court specifically because she was a black woman. Yeah. You think that if she moved away from the Biden narrative or script, she would have gotten that position? No. Because there's plenty of uh, conservative black women. So, okay. So, okay. The new slave thing, Mm -hmm. right? Considering thinking of life like a game. I don't remember who wrote it specifically, but um, I remember a quote. Um, being like something along the lines of in a democratic government, everyone's a slave. Everyone is, it must adhere to the vote. What we have voted on, there's no, yeah, you are the slave of the majority Mm -hmm. in a democratic state. It's like the tyranny, instead of the tyranny being focused on one person, it's a tyranny of the mob. Yeah. 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 Now this quote unquote slavery, it, it isn't, it's 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 bad when it's it's weird to say this but it's bad when it's bad. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is let's think of basketball as a game, yes. right? 
everyone in that game that's playing is a slave to the rules that have been agreed to, mm-hmm. right? Like, but but it's not like they can't do what they want, yeah. Right, like you can still display your uniqueness within the game, right? Yeah. How but you d- have to submit to the because it wouldn't be a game if you didn't submit to yeah, the rules of the game. Yeah, we wouldn't even. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. If there were, I, I it's the thing I love to say. If there were no, if we, ha- if there were no rules, how long could you play basketball? You wouldn't be able to play. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's out of bounds, right? Exactly. What's a three-pointer? Eventually, someone might just take the ball home, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they just, like, I won the game. I won the game. Yeah, it's like, exactly. well, that's what he, that's what Jim does, right? Yeah, when he gets exactly. the ball, don't let him get the ball. He's going to go exactly. home, right? Like, mm-hmm. eventually, we wouldn't be able to play the game. And that's not, and it's not saying you can't display your uniqueness, right? Because mm-hmm. a full court shot is valid yes. still, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's crazy yeah. still. But it's it's within the parameters within of the, the game. bounds of the game, man. So and and you're you're kind of wilding out. The people on the outside might yell at you like, "How could you make that crazy decision?" Yeah. But they're not yelling at you for breaking the game. Yeah. Right. They're just saying, "Yo, that was reckless." Yeah. Yo, you were that... getting you were teetering. Exactly. Yeah, you were exactly. Getting close to breaking the game, but you still found a way to finesse it back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that same way, are you? I guess I understand what you're trying to say that. Uh, people, oh, black women like Katanji Jackson, right? Uh-huh. In a way, she has to submit to yeah. to Biden in to- a sense, or to the the Biden administration in order for her to get elevated to that role, right? Uh-huh. But this goes back to the same thing, right? Black people aren't allowed to have our own narrative within this country. Right? Or, and, and are you saying that that's the American game? Well, right now, that's one of the rules. Well, yeah. Well, it's yes because. Like I said, Katanji Jackson, she wouldn't have gotten that appointment if she was like wasn't playing the game yeah, properly. If she wasn't okay. a black woman and if she wasn't following the narrative, there's plenty. Like I said, there's plenty of black women that are conservative, libertarian, all other sorts of uh-huh. you know uh, different political groups, right? Uh-huh. And he said he need he, if he just needed a black woman, he could have picked any black. He could have picked uh, Donisha off the street. I know a Donisha. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, he could have picked anybody off the street. Yeah, and be like that'll do if that's really what you're looking for, right? Mm. Yeah, but it, it wasn't. Would, so, but the thing is, on paper though, there is now a black woman on the Supreme Court. But what does on paper mean? As in, we got three points on the board. You but, don't like how the shot was made. You get what I'm saying, right? Oh, like it's like so. So I mean, she she wouldn't she wouldn't be winning the game if she denied getting on the Supreme Court mm-hmm. because he said he wanted a black woman. Like if she played that card. Then we would just not have a black woman on the Supreme Court. Okay, but here's my counter to that, right? Okay. James Harden. All right, where are you going? Everybody acknowledges that he's a flopper. Yeah, but no, but, but, but flopping is a part of the game. It's not against the rules. It's a part of the game, but to a certain degree, we all know that you're cheating, bro. We Ooh. we all know it in, in, in the back of our mind. We all know Ooh. it's like come so on. you're 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 touching on the essence of there's a deeper the, truth. the rule. The the things you do within the game that everyone looks at you like, like it's it's you're... passable, but it's like eh, I don't really respect that. Ah, because because it, it's it's twofold. There's the one where you do something reckless, and it's like okay, that's honorable. You found a different way to yeah. succeed. Like that the was game. a long shot. Maybe you shouldn't have shot from half court, but dang, Dame. Yeah, you hit right, that. like Damian Lillard. Exactly. Right, it's like oh snap. Yeah. And right. then there's also certain things where you're exploiting it. You can't exploit a half court or full court shot. You know how many people can make half court, full court shots? Exactly. If yeah. you make it, you made it. Yeah. Right? It's not yeah. exactly, but it's easy to flop. 
it's easy to put your arm in a certain way to get the foul just to get the chance to get an easier yeah, shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, I yeah. get it, I get it. So okay. it's kind of like, and to a certain degree, in order to live in a proper world, it has that has to exist, right? The flopping? Well, yeah, because in, in a way, if you're limiting the flopping, right, you're also limiting Damian Lillard making a full court shot. You're you're limiting possibility. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It, like you, the re, like, in order for free will to exist, it, it has to the, be. We free. need flopping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. You have to be free to make the wrong decision, right? Uh. But there's still that internal judging system that's like we can still tell. Mm. You feel me? Because if we couldn't tell, we would just be like, okay, you flopped. Yeah. But we all have, for some reason, we all know that, eh, like, yeah, you scored, but it's not a respectable part of the game. Yeah. And we look at the people that don't flock, I mean, flop as sort of morally upright in a weird yes, way. Yes. Like, or they're better players, right? He's honest. Yes. Like yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. He's literally the icon of what people believe a basketball player should be. Yeah. Right? So much so that Kobe modeled his whole career off of being and, like and Michael. And was great for it. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I think that we have these internal judgment systems. And I th there's one thing you actually said to me one time where you're like, um, it was something about, did God ever stop talking? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like we have this internal monologue that's telling us right and wrong and we choose whether we listen to it or not. Hmm. Right. And Loki, we're kind of deviating from the topic. We like, are. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. where we're going yeah, though. Yeah, and, and we're near the end of this stuff. Yeah. So. We're going to find our way back. We're yeah, going to yeah. find our way back. But um, I think that, I guess I can bring it back to blackness, right? Okay. We know what lo what black looks like. Huh. And then yeah. we also know what Sean Kingston looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sean King, not Sean Kingston. That was that's a, yeah, I'm right, yeah, like, yeah, wait. Yeah. Sean King the the uh Talcum X. All right. We know what he looks like. He, yeah. Yeah. And then we know somebody that's actually black. We know what Martin Luther King looks like. We know what Malcolm X looks like. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like there's you know black when you see it. I guess that's my answer to the prompt of this podcast. Okay, you know black when you see yeah, it. Yeah, like, but you and and taking it and tying it back, you didn't know black until you were taught to see it. Yes, but also there's um, there's a teaching and then there's an experiencing, and those two yeah. things go hand in hand. There's like an intentional like, because the the intentional part of blackness is the fact that. If I step outside and a cop sees both of us, they're not going to see Nigerian. They're going to see two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, that's the game right there. Yes, right? Exactly. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, per se, we're Nigerians. When exactly. we see a cop, suddenly we know what the game is. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas there's another side where Eminem lives in a trailer park, but he's able to adapt, um, whatchamacallit, adapt rap to be able to tell his story, right? And so much so to where... Eminem influences other black artists. Yeah. He influences Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. A lot of what Kendrick Lamar, his rap style is uh -huh. heavily influenced by oh, Eminem. Yeah, the, vo the voice modulation. Yes, the, or just it, the telling of harsh stories. Yeah. Yeah, like that's, he was influenced by a white guy. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not saying that white people don't have a, a room to show off their own talents or be, or have their chance to speak at the funeral. It's just a matter of like, okay, what allowance do we have for these certain things or like, are you, are you playing the game the right way in a way mm. that's properly respected? Are you uh, putting on your shoes in game six when you're sick? Like Jordan, you feel me? Yeah. You're showing the Are heart. you committed? Are you exactly. committed to the game? Right? Because um, Eminem as, as 
black indoctrinated as he may be mm-hmm. when the college, I wouldn't say indoctrinated because like you said it, rap is American culture exactly exactly and that's why I put yeah. air quotes but they can't see the air quotes yeah, right because look there's a white per- there's a white person that says the n-word and we're like no yeah you feel me but uh-huh. Eminem is still participating in rap culture in a way that where we're saying yes yes but yeah. and the thing is Eminem won't say the n-word because he understands the game yes exactly right? he, he gets the game mm-hmm. and because he gets the game he gets to participate in the game in a way where he's not he, for a lot of people, every song he drops is a full court shot. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, for yeah. a lot of people, but he is he makes the shot. Yes, right? exactly. And so it's fine. Yes, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's okay. Okay. And um, dang, mm. I forgot what I was about to say. Hmm. This is this has been a sprawling. Conversation. No, yeah, this is a very big conversation. Look, honestly, don't even look for a thread. You just gotta look at the whole picture. <laughs> yeah, of this yeah, 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 yeah. Just look at what we're trying to paint. Yeah, yeah. Really. Really, the 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 image that I w- I'm trying to paint or put forth in this conversation that I'm I'm having with multiple people, melanated people. You should have a conversation with a white person too. Oh, I, yeah, I have plenty of white friends. Okay, you know, okay I have, cool. I have plenty of them. We're just doing a sort of a, a February thing. Yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Feature Month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of that, a little yeah. bit of that. But um, the reason why I started asking, I started this pod. By asking you, like when you started feeling black, mm-hmm. and then started to talk to you about your black, like your did your parents tell you this, or did you learn it at school, right? Mm-hmm. Where we got it from is because I want Americans who listen to this mm-hmm. to understand that that's that's actually how um, the American identity is formed. It is always complex, yeah, yeah. and to a certain extent. Not that there, it's it, you're being erased, and that's what a lot of black people think. That when you say no, rap is American culture, they think you're erasing the blackness from it. It's like no, blackness is the essence of American culture. Yeah, it's literally like if we're being honest. Yeah, you know how they say like the nucleus is the powerhouse of a cell. Black people are the powerhouse of America. Yeah, to a certain degree. To a to a great degree. Or yeah, to a, a very heavy a heavy degree. Uh-huh. You feel me? In terms of foundationally. And and we see it now culturally. Yeah, and but here's the thing: we're one of the few groups that don't get to benefit off of that, hmm. off of that. The because look, Asians have contributed a lot to this culture, to but American culture. Yes, yes, for sure. And they're one of the lowest voting groups in America. Yeah, you feel me? So in a sense, you kind of get the idea that they're kind of already they don't need to vote because they're kind of reaping the benefits of whatever they've put. I into mean, but it. let's look at the culture though. And we mm-hmm. we can we can we'll we'll definitely have to record different different episodes with you. Yeah, man. I love yeah, yeah. talking with you for sure. But for sure, for sure. You you look at the culture, you look at Asian culture. It's like we know the things that they say to each other in houses, right? Yes, like it's yeah. like grades, grades, yeah, grades, right? Like yeah, your exactly. grades better be good. And so the result of that is what you see. Yeah. And we we should save it for an, another another conversation. Another t- conversation yeah. But we gotta. We have to be honest about what's been being said in the black household. True, and it, that goes that ties back to, I guess, the Kanye Kyrie conversation hmm. a little bit. Is that a lot of people take advantage of the the fact that black people don't have a narrative of our own in this country, or and and to put it in a better term, they take advantage of the fact that we don't have much knowledge of ourselves and knowledge of how we should move in this hmm. country or knowledge of the game, right? Because um. Whatchamacallit, what what did Tupac say or uh, Kendrick on the, at the end of To uh, Butterfly when he was interviewing uh, Tupac where he was like, you don't see any old outspoken black men anymore. 
huh. right? It's kind of like that. Like, there's no one shouting what our narrative is or fighting for us to have our own narrative mm. to a certain degree. And I'm saying us loosely. Like, I'll, I'm Nigerian, yeah. like, blood through and through, fam. Yeah. But I'm here experiencing this culture. And part of it, just by nature of, I'm grouped in by force. You yeah. Me? I didn't necessarily choose to be black. It's a part of the situation. Yeah, exactly. But I find myself allied with people that live, like, I didn't live a gangster life, but I sit in the same seat as a lot of people that live a gangster life. Yeah. Or I sit in the same seat as a black man that sits in a corporate office. You feel me? Like, yeah. no matter where our position is in this country, it's still reduced down back to our color. So we kind of have to operate under that banter. That's why mm. I go back to the cultural, the cultural aspect of it, because your environment influences your culture as just as much as the choices of the people within the culture. Yes, you for sure. Me? Yeah. So, uh, dang, I kind of forgot where I was going. With no, that. You, you're getting at, I think you're getting at the point of, cause I, I said was being said in the black household and you basically just ended up at, what's going on in the black environment. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in black households, despite the conversations that are being had, because there's, I went to a school with, I went to high school, two different high schools, actually. Uh-huh. One where there wasn't as many affluent black families and one where the school was 50-50 white and black and they were all, everybody was affluent or for the most part, most people were affluent going yeah. to that school, right? But there's still a sense that the cultural experience is the same because I can't say that racist stuff didn't go on at the school where everybody was affluent. Right. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that racism wasn't going on at the school where everybody was black or Hispanic and stuff like that. Yeah. You feel me? Like the experience is still the same. So there's, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird position that us as black people are in, you know, it's peculiar. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's hard for me to say that like, yeah, the Asians have been having the conversations at home or like, Actually, yeah, and we're Jewish people. Like, Jewish people, they have their own schools where they teach Jewish history. Yeah. We don't have our own schools where we teach black history. In fact, they're trying to get... In Florida, they got rid of black history. You can't teach black history in Florida. That... I looked into that. You're talking about the... The, the critical... It's tied in with the don't say gay stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it's... 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 That, that stuff is weird. Yeah. That stuff... It's a weird situation because of what it's tied with. And we can address the 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 queer atta- the the attachment of, of black liberation to queer liberation yes. and how that's kind of well because getting in the way of black liberation I would say yes well it's not even getting it's not necessarily getting in the way we're, it's low key Devi- deviating from the focus. we're not yeah we're not even getting access to our liberation because we're 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 used for the fights yeah. we're used for yeah. all the liberation fights you yeah know what I mean? we're the good stock. <laughs> to put it in, in still a tool in america yeah exactly like back in slavery man i i'm thinking about joe biden and I, like you know if you're not black i mean if you if you don't yeah. vote for me you're not black as almost like they're like they're a tool he, for the democratic party he was saying the quiet part out loud basically yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys know y'all are a tool for the democratic exactly. party right and the crazy thing is and i had this conversation with my mom hmm. and to a certain degree she believed him believe or she agreed with what he was saying and part of it could be just the the hold that the democratic party has on black people yeah you know it's but, a strong grip yeah so 
it's like we're watching the same movie, but it's like we're seeing two completely different stories. Yeah. You feel me? Like, to me, I'm like, what What the hell is he saying? Like, what yeah. do you mean I'm not and black? Some people hear that and they're like, he's on our side. Yeah. And it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're not black if you don't vote for Biden because you're betraying us by not voting for <sighs> Biden. Right? So it's like, how do you reconcile that gap where we're not even seeing the same movie and we're watching the same screen? You know? That's deep. Yeah. I think we should end it right yeah, there. Yeah, we should. We should. We should. Man. man. Oh boy, Ike. Thank you. I appreciate the internet you avatar, me. man. Yeah. It's been a great conversation. Thank you. This is choices where we talk about the choices people make. And I think we, we covered a lot of stuff. It was yeah. a sprawling conversation, but I hope you benefited from it. Yeah, just focus on the painting. Focus yeah, on the focus paint. on the painting yeah. we are trying to paint. Yeah. And see what you see. Um I'll catch you guys later. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I turn me on TA. If my mind was a chain, it'd be shining. If I had my gifts on my wrist, they'd be diamonds. If I had my soul on my feet, it'd be retro. Every time I hop on a beat, they'd like, let's go look. If my mind was a chain, it'd be shining. If I had my gifts on my wrist, they'd be diamonds. If I had my soul on my feet, it'd be retro. Every time I hop on a beat, they'd like, let's go local.